Hello, I'm Pastor Isaac Hammond from Neely United Methodist Church at 1755 Thomas Deplin, Baton Rouge, Louisiana, 70802. And we're so happy to be in your presence today with the Word of God. And we hope that this can help you throughout your life journey, even into eternity. There is a word for us today that can help us grow in our faith and educate us in our faith and help us get to a closer relationship with God and a better fellowship with Jesus Christ. And that word today is coming out of Joshua the seventh chapter. And in Joshua the seventh chapter, we see where the children of Israel have come to the promised land. And they've come to the place where they um, have been called by God to go and conquer. Um, God was going to be with them and fight their battles, but they had to move and operate in faith and trust and believe in him and let him go forward and be with them as a shepherd and a guide. And as they went and encountered the different difficulties of life and um, the city called Ai, Jericho, and all those different places, they needed God to be with them. And that's the same thing we encounter in our lives. Uh, when we give our life to Christ and we begin to walk with God, we go through a wilderness, but one day we want to reach the promised land. And even though we may reach the promised land and we're walking with God, we crossed over the Jordan River, we still have day-to-day -day fights that we have to deal with. But God is with us. And we can't make the mistake like the children of Israel made. Because in chapter number 6, they go down to Jericho. And when they get down to Jericho, they encounter the host of God. And he reminds them that he's with them. And Joshua sees this angelic being and um, he's been praying. And the people have consecrated themselves. They made the decision not to go back over to Jordan. They want to continue and they want to... Um, they're not going back. They want to go forward. And so they have been praying. They have been fasting. They have been consecrating themselves. Um, they've been getting back in covenant with God. So God reveals himself through this angelic host. And, uh, and Joshua sees him and asks the question, are you on our side or our enemy's side? And the host of God says, I'm on God's side. If you're on God's side, then we shall win this battle. God wants to go before you. But the question is, are you on his side? Don't try to get God on your side and how you feel about a person and how you feel about this and that. He doesn't have to agree with you. But do you agree with him? And are you willing to walk with him every step of the way in all of your life, not having nothing hidden? And so they go down to Jericho and the, um, the angelic, host of God is leading them and they conquer this big gigantic city and the walls come tumbling down and all the angel the host said was go around six days one walk around the city one time then on the seventh day walk around twice and then praise God and blow the trumpets and they did that and the walls of this big city that the walls were big enough for a chariot and horses could turn around a U-turn 
and they conquered this big old place. And all God said was don't touch nothing, none of the gold, none of the silver, none of the fine clothes, all that belongs to me. This is my first fruit. Your first battle, give me all the spoils. Give me everything from if I can run my kingdom. And he told him not to touch nothing, not to bring nothing back. And when you get to chapter number seven, the very next chapter after they conquered Jericho, the Bible starts off with the word but. But they did not do what God told them to do. One man brought back some gold and silver and some fine apparel back to his house and hid it. And because that happened and he did not do what God said, God stepped away from him. So they go down to a city called Ai, a small city sitting on a hill. And they went down to conquer it, but they got their butts whipped. They encountered a small army that had them slipping and sliding down the hill. What they did, they did not pray. When they went to Jericho, they prayed unto God. But when they won that battle of Jericho, they got the big head. They thought they was um, better than what they were. They thought that God was on their side and they could control God. We have to remember that every victory that we have is not you doing the fighting. It's God doing the fighting. And every victory that we have is in Jesus Christ. Oh, they thought they had done something. So they said, oh, this little city here, we don't have to send everybody. Just send 3,000 people. They went and scoped out AI. And they thought they could just send 3,000 men to fight instead of the whole army. And they went down there with 3,000 men, a little small city, after fighting and winning big old Jericho, the little small city beat them down. They lost 36 men within seconds of the battle starting. And then they had to take off and run, and they were slipping and sliding down the hill. Cities during that time were built on hills for protection, not down in the valleys, but they built them on a hill so when the enemy came, they would be able to fight. And so as they, the devil had them sliding down the hill, losing their lives, they began to cry out to God. And they, they, the Bible said they wexed. And they were sad. And they thought that God wouldn't with them. The reason why God was not with them was because they did not do what God said do. They did not pray before they went to the battle. They had the big head thinking that they had won Jericho and they could just knock AI out with no trouble. And they were disobedient to God. Never get the big head thinking that you can do anything. And the devil is scared of you. The only reason he's scared of you because Jesus Christ is with you. Keep praying. Keep believing, keep fasting, keep seeking God. Keep reading his word. For in that, that's, his, that's where your strength lies. Don't lose your strength. But they were disobedient. And Joshua began to cry out to God. And God told him in that 
10th verse of Joshua 7 chapter, he was laying on the ground crying out to God. God said, get up. You have done what I told you not to do. And as long as you have sin in your life, I cannot be with you. They had to find out who had taken the silver and the gold and the fine apparel out of Jericho that belonged to God. And God had them line the man up who did this. The man's name was Achan, which means trouble. What do you do when trouble is in your life? They got him, his wife, his children, the animals that he owned, all his furniture and all his belongings, and they put him in the midst of the congregation, and they stoned him to death. And to this day, they say it's called the Valley of Trouble. They got rid of the trouble that was in the community. And God wants you to get rid of the trouble that's in your life, the sin, because he cannot move through you because you have sin in your life. You may be wondering why some things in your life never get blessed. Why does great fortune pass you by? Why does situations don't, those things don't turn out the way you plan? You may be dealing with something in your life that God is saying you got to get rid of it in order for me to operate in your life. What Akon did by taking what belonged to God out of Jericho caused the whole nation to be in trouble in chapter number seven. They went from conquering the great city of Jericho and God would give you some great victories in your life. But, but like the Bible says in chapter number seven, but you better be careful. Don't get that big head. It's not about you, it's about God. Keep praying and be obedient to God. In verse number 21 of Joshua the seventh chapter, it tells us what happened to Achan, the reason why he was disobedient to God. He saw the spoils that were godly and pretty, those clothes that he took, and then he saw the shekels of silver and the gold, and he began to covet those things. And so he took it, and behold, they all hid in the earth in the midst of his tent. That's a good example for us today. That's how sin attacks our mind and our life. First thing we do, we see it, like verse number 21 say, he saw. Then we covered, meaning we desire what we see. Then he took it, and then he hid it in his house, in his tent. That's just like us. We see things with our eyes, then we desire it. And then after we desire, we go out to pursue it and take it. Then when we realize that we have sinned, we try to hide from God. Those verbs right there in that 21st verse of chapter 7 of Joshua is an example for all mankind. That's the same thing Adam did. He sold the apple. He desired because his wife said you could be like God. So he took it. Then he had to hide from God. David did it. Abraham did it. You may be doing it right now yourself. You see things and you want it. You want a fast life. You want 
the addictions. You, you want the pleasures of the sexual sin, but it's all for a moment and doesn't last a long time. And we pursue those things and they become desires in our life. And when we take part of it, then we have to hide from God. What are you hiding from God in your life right now? God said, I want your whole life. I want your whole commitment. But we'll give God part of our life. But we want to keep what we want to operate and to function and to control in our life. But God has said, give me all of you. And quit hiding things because God knows all about you. This man saw it. He took it. He desired it. And he hid it in his house. And God said, because he's done that, I cannot be with the whole nation. And they lost a battle. An easy battle that they should have won within seconds. But they lost it. Because they did not be obedient to God. Quit losing the battles of life. Let God give you the victory. He wants the very best for you in your life. Don't get caught up like the children of Israel. Conquer Jericho in chapter 6 of Joshua. Then, But chapter 7, lose to a little small town. That wasn't nowhere near the size of Jericho. All because... You hadn't prayed, you were disobedient, and you had the big head when it came to fighting the enemy. I'm going to say a prayer today. If you believe by faith, I want you to say that prayer along with me. Let us pray. Heavenly Father, I come now. Father, I thank you. I repent of my sins. I believe that Jesus Christ is the Son of God. Wash me. Cleanse me, creating me a clean heart. Renew a right spirit within me. Father, I want to say thank you. I believe that you gave the Lord's Supper, went to the cross of Calvary the next day, died on the cross, stayed in a bar tomb for three days, but early that Sunday morning, got up with all power in your hand. Power to help me become an overcomer. Let me be part of the holy family of God. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. 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 We love you at Neely. Continue to follow us on Facebook and YouTube under Neely Church Ministries. Be blessed. God loves you. And keep a smile on your face. But that smile may be blessing somebody along the way. Be blessed.